Welcome to the Womb Alchemy Podcast. I am Sophia Maria, a womb healer, women's empowerment coach, acupuncturist, and priestess of the Magdala Rose Mystery School. I am here to inspire you, support you, lift you up, and turn you on so that you can open up your womb and let life make love to you. This is a ceremonial space where we dive deep into ancient womb wisdom, storytelling, code activations, goddess connection, sensuality, and all things feminine empowerment. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of juicy femme magic that will transcend you into embodying your true self and feeling confident in creating the life you desire. This is an inclusive space where all genders are welcome. Everyone has a womb because we are all creators. I welcome you, divine creator, to my alchemical world. The womb temple doors are now open. Come inside and play. In this episode, I want to dive deep into talking about the snake. The snake that has been such a powerful symbol used to represent so many different things over the course of history and time across the entire spectrum from devil and demon and and darkness and evil to the opposite end of the spectrum, the divine feminine portal. And I want to explore the spectrum and I want to share with you my story and my experience with the serpent. And as I have said, and will continue to say in my sharings that I share my story because I believe my story is your story, is our story, is the story of the collective. And in this story, together, we can alchemize and transmute the density collectively together. We get to be vessels to transmute the density individually and together. And in sharing the story, we get to come together and walk this path of transmutation so that we don't feel as alone on this journey because we got a whole family doing this work and I'm your family and I feel you and I'm here to say you are not alone. And I'm here to say that I live my life to be so completely dedicated and committed to discovering what is unfolding underneath it all. And in the discovering of what's unfolding underneath it all, I'm finding solutions to the suffering and I'm finding ways to to master my emotions, to master my mind, because baby, I feel a lot. (laughs) I am a Libra Scorpio cusp and I feel a lot. And we are all sensitive in our own way. I am so sensitive to subtle energies, to emotions, to thoughts. And it used to consume me. And over the course of the last 10 years, I've been learning how to master them so I don't get consumed by them because these challenging emotions and these, these, these unwanted thoughts, they are actually a gateway and an opportunity for us to come home deeper into our body and to deeper self-love. And it is so much of a journey around shedding skin 
shedding layers of your old self, of your non-self, shedding layers of the self that has been programmed by trauma, by society, by family, by school. And this program that has distorted your embodiment of your truth. So much so that it has convinced you that you are all these other things, that you are depression, that you are anxiety, that you are fear, that you are limitation, that you are lack. All, it's convinced you that you are all these things. It is, it, it's such a grip. It has such a grip on you. And it has such a grip on us as a collective, right? And we can kind of bring this into a metaphor of like the matrix, right? Like the matrix is this blueprint that exists in us, in our bodies. And it is like a cage for our soul. It is like a cage that keeps us feeling small, that holds us back. And I'm not saying our body is the cage. No, 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 no. Our body is the sacred vessel. And there is this energetic blueprint. We have many of them. And one of them is like a cage. And I've, and I've felt this cage and I've felt how imprisoning fear can be and how imprisoning lack can be. And we all have our own unique experiences of fear and lack and how they have held us back and how they have kept us small and stuck in trauma patterns and repetitive loops of suffering. And this serpent energy comes in with this, this powerful element of alchemy. The serpent is is such an incredible energy to work with because it is this rhythmic and cyclical releasing of the old non-self and a cyclical coming into and a rebirthing into your new, true, next level, joyful self. It is this recycling of the non-self into the truth. It is the recycling of old pain into power. It is the recycling and the rejuvenation, this germination into your liberation because what's happening is you are being cleared from a blueprint of fear. This blueprint, this matrix that keeps us living in fear, it's how we it's how we are controlled. Fear is a control mechanism. It is a control mechanism that has been implanted into our bodies, into our wounds, into our minds. And now is the time for liberation. I'm going to tell you another story. And this story is about a dream I had. And this dream that I had is a powerful dream. <laughs> and why I'm sharing this dream with you is because it is about the matrix. It is about how it merges into the serpent energy and how the serpent energy is here to liberate us, as is the feminine, because the serpent energy is the representation of the feminine. So you will hear me talk about many dreams because I'm a very lucid dreamer. I have been since I was like five years old. I still remember dreams I had when I was like three. I remember flying when I was a kid. I, I discover temples. I meet goddesses in my dreams. I am so grateful for this gift of journeying through dream realm. And this dream that I had was, it happened about 
uh, almost a year ago, November of 2020, uh, what, 2021. So in this dream, I suddenly wake up and I'm gasping. In the dream, I wake up and I come out of this tube, this tube that's full of this fluid. And I'm in this like red, um, red lit stone building that looks like a government building. And I like literally pull a plug out of my chest and out of my womb and I escape this water and all these alarms start flaring when I unplug myself and all these people in suits start running after me and they found me because I had unplugged myself and so the alarms are blaring they're trying to catch me they throw something around my ankle to try and prevent me from flying because I'm trying to fly away to get away because uh, I lose the dream so I can fly. <laughs> and then like the ankle chain pulls me down. I end up escaping. Long story short, I fly out of that building and it's nighttime. I'm flying in the sky. I land in a tree and I'm like regrouping and I'm like all five senses conscious. I'm like, holy fuck. Like I've unplugged myself. I am unplugged from the matrix. And it is my responsibility now to go into that building into all the other buildings and unplug everyone else. And I hadn't watched The Matrix in a while from that point. However, I didn't even realize when I woke up, I I like told my partner at the time and I was like, oh my God, I just had this dream. Like I couldn't make this into a movie, but like, it's real. Like I'm unplugging. And he's like, that's literally The Matrix. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm unplugging people from The Matrix. <laughs> so I've been joking that part of my job title is that I unplug people from the matrix and lo and behold, uh, a new apartment that I recently moved into in Philly. Um, it's a loft space, my womb temple home. And, um, my apartment number is three Oh three. So three Oh three. I have to tell the story now too, because it's all part of it. There's symbology in everything. That's what I'm sharing with you. Look at the symbols. It's in everything. My apartment number 303 is an apartment that I got um, after I was coming out of an unwinding with my relationship back in February that ended with so much love. And he's still such a close, close person in my life and in my heart. And so I had to move out of our place or I chose to rather. And I found an apartment and it's um, the numbers 303. It's right next door to a loft that I lived in three years ago, 304. And it's wild that this was even available. Long story short, <laughs> I say that a lot, but there are very long stories and I'm trying to bring it to the gem. I signed the lease for this place on March 3rd on 303 unit number 303. It was on the new moon as well. So bringing that in this element of 303. So my friend was here. She was helping me break down from a priestess ceremony that I had celebrating the Magdalene feast day here in my womb temple home in Fishtown, where I have sister circles and ceremonies and acupuncture sessions and lots of magic happens here. And she goes, Sophia, so like, I just recently watched The Matrix and I noticed that the number on the hotel room that was the exit door from The Matrix was 303. 
I literally screamed and ran around like a crazy person because I was so mind blown. I was like, wait, what? 303, that's the number. And we Googled it and it was like, yeah, 303 is the hotel room number that people, or that was the escape door from the matrix. And I'm like, that's literally my apartment number that is literally aligned with the new moon on March 3rd, 303. It is next door to my old apartment, 304. That was called the lighthouse. And I have held ceremonies and I'm like, I'm so on path, even when everything around me is falling apart. And even when I'm going through high highs and low lows and lots of emotions, like I'm on path and so are you. And so this element of the matrix, like that's also why I want to make a podcast and share this with you guys is because like, I, I feel like we're all unplugging together. And I feel like a major way to unplug from the matrix is through womb healing because the plug of fear is plugged into our wombs. Like, why do you think they overturned Roe versus Wade? They're like, oh, the divine feminine is is rising. Let's make them, let's amplify the fear volume in their womb that we've plugged in there. You know, like it is... When we reclaim our womb, we unplug ourselves from the matrix. This goes for all genders. This goes for all beings, regardless of the physical status of your womb, your physical womb. You have an energetic womb and it is here and we all have one. And this is where they plug in the fear because this is where we create from. And by having our womb plugged into fear, we will feel less inspired to create and therefore we will be easier to control as a collective. I'm not trying to get into like, um, what's it called? into like theories and things like that. I'm talking about the energetics. I'm talking about looking at the history of humanity over the last 3,000, 4,000 plus years and how we have completely demolished and burned to the ground all feminine sacredness and ways of living as a world, as an imbalanced world that we've become now because the feminine hasn't been in the picture. It's all distorted. And So the snake is this incredible portal that brings the feminine onto the earth. Why do you think they called it a fucking demon in the Bible? Because it was the feminine energy and the feminine energy was and has been demonized, especially by Abrahamic religion. That's another podcast episode. I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole. There's so much I have to say about that. I'm about to we're going to reveal all their secrets. <laughs> Just watch the Da Vinci Code and read about Mary Magdalene because that's the truth. So the serpent energy, <laughs> you're going to go on little spirals with me in this podcast. Stick with me. There are lots of nuggets as we move through all these different realms that are wanting to be shared with you through me. So About two years ago, November, two years ago, I went through this incredible um, activation, this archetype, divine feminine archetype activation with my mentor, Marin from Priestess Rising. She's incredible. And I want to have her on this podcast to share her light and her wisdom. She is beyond words, beyond words, priestess, high priestess, big time. And she was guiding us through this 
discovery of like which divine feminine archetype is being revealed to you now and an archetype a divine feminine archetype it, to put it simply and briefly is that it is like an energetic blueprint that you wear and upon wearing it it integrates with your body and your consciousness and your being and it becomes a part of you and it helps you navigate being a human and it helps you navigate the spirit realm and where it crosses over with the earth and human realm and it it ultimately connects you to whatever energy is in that blueprint right you're going to talk you're going to hear me talk a lot about blueprints and so a divine feminine archetype is like a blueprint you wear it's like clothes you put on and then it becomes a part of you. So in this discovery out of like 50 different archetypes, what it came down to was the Serpentessa lineage. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it meant. I just felt this inner knowing of like, that's the archetype that's revealing itself to me. That's the archetype that's asking to be a part of me. I can feel it in every part of my being like, wow. And I started, so I went through this meditation of like visualizing the Serpentessa and whatever that would mean or look like to me and this blueprint anchoring over my body and feeling the Serpentessa energy in my being. And it, I saw it as these like lines of energy integrating with me and I'm an acupuncturist. So I see the body through lines of energy as is already. And so with this, I started having a lot of dreams about snakes and snakes that would crawl up my legs. I had dreams about being bitten by snakes, though it wasn't scary. It was like an initiation. And over the course of two years, I've just been having so many dreams about snakes. And I, I felt when I went through this activation and initiation into the Serpentessa lineage, which I still wasn't really clear on what it was up until this past week, um, I started feeling this and seeing this vision of myself. And I was like, when I was like dancing in my healing room and I was like, I have a vision of my highest self. This was like a year ago. It's like, I have a vision of my highest self and she is belly dancing with a snake around her neck. And I had no idea that I was becoming this. <laughs> I had no idea that I was just a year away from actually having my own snake and from picking up belly dancing because belly dancing is how we shake our womb, baby. That's how we shake creation in our body. And so, so many, so many powerful snake points here. So I have this vision of my highest self belly dancing with a snake. And a year ago, exactly today, this podcast episode is going to launch later than when it's filmed. It is filmed today, September 12th, 2022. And I just looked in my phone at when I got my snake tattoo. I got it in Hawaii, September 12th, 2021. I freaked out right before I recorded this episode. I screamed because I saw that it was exactly a year ago that I got the snake tattoo it's right here on my arm. If you're watching the video, if you're not it's just a snake tattoo on my arm. This snake tattoo is its own story. And it was a lesson around not speaking my truth and not putting in boundaries. And um, I received it when I was in Hawaii last year. And it, it ended up not looking anything like I wanted it to look. And it was a really painful, challenging experience. And then 
an amazing tattoo artist friend of mine touched it up and made it look gorgeous and beautiful. She brought in the snake skin. She brought in the scales and it, it just, it, it became exactly what I wanted. And I first had to really come into acceptance that I had this permanent thing on my body that I had such a vision for like a snake tattoo and it looked nothing like I wanted. And it was painful and and anxiety ridden and permanent. And little did I know there was just more skin that the snake was coming into just as I was coming into a new level of myself. And the snake always brings me back to that truth of like a releasing of the non-self and a coming back or not coming back, but being born into a new self, a next level version of you. And that in-between phase can be really uncomfortable. It's like, okay, I've shed this layer. Now I'm exposed and vulnerable and raw and unsensitive. And ooh, this new skin's now coming in, starting to feel grounded. But that transition period in the middle can be really intense. And it this cycle repeats itself. As I said, we're constantly in this process of shedding and releasing and then growing and coming into, especially when we're attuned to the cycles, which is truly the cycle of the feminine and the womb. It is life, death, rebirth, life, death, rebirth, snake, 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 womb, 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 shedding, 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 growing, growing, growing. It is this never ending cycle. It is not linear. And the snake brings us back to this truth. The snake is not evil. It is not a demon. Yes, there are shadow and light aspects to everything, I guess, including snakes. However, let us highlight the light aspect of what the snake is. And it is a symbol of divine feminine power. It is a symbol of existing between worlds. It is a symbol of the feminine cycles of the womb. It is the symbol of rebirth and empowerment. And this symbol has become so prominent in my life that I have manifested a snake. And it was a couple months ago that I realized, you know, as I was going through the unraveling of my relationship and finding a new place to live, there's so much of my reality just seven months ago was completely crumbling. And I was going through the death portal big time, baby. It was fucking hard. And I'll share more on that another time. However, I saw it as a major opportunity for rebirth as well. And I let myself grieve and I let myself manifest at the same time. And it is a constant fluctuation, you know? And in that, I had manifested the snake that just came into my life on the 9-9 portal. And I had been having dreams about a mother snake coming to me, crawling up my leg and teaching me how to embody the fierce feminine. I found out back in March that I was going to be able to get this newborn snake come August and September. And so from then on, I had started having more dreams about the snakes. And the snake came to me, as I said, and she was teaching me how to embody the the fierce feminine. And anytime someone was trying to like mess with me, she would bite them. And she was teaching me how to hiss and how to come into this like Kali fierce, don't fuck with me energy. And I was learning from her in dream time. And there were dreams where I would get bit as an initiation, but it wasn't poisonous. And it was more so about overcoming fear because fear is actually a tool for um, ascension and expansion When you transcend and surpass fears, when you reclaim your power and when you become 
metaphorically immortal. You were no longer held back in life. And this is how the mystery schools would initiate you having these fear tests. And that's what life is. Life is a mystery school. So with the snake energy coming to my life, I started having dreams about the baby snake as well. And I couldn't quite see her, but I could feel her. And a couple months later, so this was, I think back in June, July, a friend of mine, Gabby, which this will be another episode as well, talking about this blue lotus ceremony where we channeled this incredible codex of the womb and of the divine feminine in the planet. And Gabby is an incredible visionary artist amongst many other things. And she painted a five foot tall statue of a snake, a pink snake and a uterus and dragons and this powerful, powerful symbol of feminine rebirth. And all I had re requested was that the snake was pink in the painting. And I invited her to just create the vision based on what she saw. This was before I knew that the snake that I was receiving was going to be pink and white. And this serpent energy, it, it happened so fast last week. Like this, me getting a snake happened within the matter of like a day and a half. Like I didn't know when I was getting it. The snake was just born recently, still had to have its feedings and still had to grow. And it was like, it was honestly, when I came into acceptance just like four or five days ago, that it was time for me to move on from a space where I'm working. And simply because it was time for me to go all in on my business and do that full, full, full time, like womb alchemy full time. And this was a massive leap of faith. And I was, and still sometimes right now, <laughs> kind of feel, feel the fear of like, holy fuck, I'm going in the deep end. Or as my therapist is like, girl, you've been in the deep end. You're going into the shallow end and the shore now, like you're getting on your feet. And so this, this fear of survival that comes in of like, oh my God, am I going to be able to survive? Will I survive if I don't have this guaranteed income and this guaranteed this and this guaranteed that? And it shakes you to the core. And it made me sick this weekend. It gave me such bad anxiety. And I'm like, Ooh, I just quit my job. Oh my God, I'm going all in. Okay, let's go. And I have so much wisdom that I want to share. And I also am so done living, hustling and overworking myself. And I'm turning 29 next month. But when I was like 23, 24, 25, like I was in full-time acupuncture school, a three-year master's degree, that's almost a doctorate and working five jobs. Like that hustle mentality has been so prevalent in my life ever since I was little. My parents were immigrants. So they taught me to work really, really hard. And sometimes to a point of like, perfectionism and overwork. And I've learned so much about discipline from them, but however, I'm seeing it's time to unlearn this hustle grind culture that is, that is like literally making my arms numb from overworking and overtreating and overdoing. And when it hits you on a somatic level like that, you have to make a difference because you cannot lose your health in the process of like, being of service, whatever that means to you, of working, of existing. No, we cannot sacrifice our bodies and our well-beings and our happiness for this. I'm not saying life is going to be rainbow and butterflies, but I am saying that we don't have to suffer and that we have options. And it usually requires a leap of faith. 
So Wednesday, just a couple of days ago, I had a break and I was so overworked, so tired. And I was feeling just like things can't go on this way. My energy is split and I need to go all in on womb alchemy. Womb alchemy is my baby. I am shifting into my earth phase of my life. Like I'm shifting into motherhood. I'm like four or five years away from having babies, but I feel that shift coming in. And womb alchemy is my baby. It is my business. It is my baby. And I want to give it all of myself. And so on Wednesday, after I had this emotional breakdown, and I was just like, so raw and honest with myself. I was like, I can't go on this way. Something has to change. That's it. That's it. This is the decision I'm making. This is how I'm moving forward. I'm going all in on my business. And it was literally hours later that I received a message of like, your snake is ready. And I was like, oh, my snake is womb alchemy. My logo is a pink snake wrapping around a rose. This logo was made like three years ago. I had no idea I was getting a pink snake. And lo and behold, it is my logo. It is on this five foot tall painting in my home. It is now a real physical snake that is my baby. And it wasn't until I took this leap of faith and decided to go all in on my business, which was just the next leap of faith that I was being initiated into. We're constantly being initiated into different leaps of faith, and it's always going to look different for everyone. So your leap of faith is going to be unique in its own way, and it's going to initiate you into facing your fear and challenge you to step up and merge with the next level you. And this is what it looked like for me of quitting my job, going all in on womb alchemy, even though I wasn't really sure how I was going to pay rent that month. Like, I'm being raw here. I'm not going to feel shame about fucking anything anymore. Let's be raw. Let's be real, right? And so it wasn't until I was able to be like, all right, I'm safe to take this leap of faith. I'm quitting this job. I'm going all into my business. Boom, your snake is here. Your baby is ready for you. Like, womb alchemy is like, here I am. The snake is like, here I am. And I, it was a total adventure getting this snake. I didn't know it was going to be an hour, 45 minutes, one way to pick up this snake. And my best friend, Aura, came with me. We had a road trip. We were doing ceremonies on the way there. We're chanting, we're channeling, we're activating our wombs, we're singing, we're dancing, we're crying. It's a blast. And we're like two blocks away from picking up the snake. And I pull over and I'm like, okay, Aura, like, I just need to collect myself and like really just pull, like be here in this present moment in this experience of like receiving the snake as my baby. And it's a reflection of my commitment to myself and womb alchemy and helping others heal their womb. So here we go. Big moment. Right. And she's like, Sophia, look, look at what corner you're parked at and look at the house number to our right. I was parked at the corner of Hopewell and Union. Like hope, well, union, like sacred union of me and my snake, like hope, bring this hope in of your growth, of your, of your connection to the feminine and how you are safe to take this leap of faith. And to my right was this apartment number 303 or house number 303, which is my apartment number, which I talked about being the number on the door of the, of the hotel room. That's the escape from the matrix again, three and three. And I'm like, Oh my God, the signs are everywhere. Let's go. It's September 9th. It's the nine, nine portal, the nine, nine portal, which is all about endings and completions, death, 
And here I am being given this being, this gift, this snake that is a representation of life and death and rebirth. And it is, it's um, simultaneously reflecting death and rebirth. It is reflecting sacred union. It is reflecting the next level me. And it's because I took that leap of faith that the snake then came into my life and was like, yes, here we are together. Your commitment is now reflected in me. The snake that requires nurturance, that requires love, that requires attention and care. And a baby snake that you're meant, you have to handle them as long, as much as possible. So they get used to your touch. They get used to your smell. And so I didn't know exactly which snake I was getting and Aura and I go into um, this space to get it. And after meeting the parents of the snake, the mom's name is Crystal. The dad's name is Bones. They're incredible, very well taken care of, loved snakes. And their babies, they had babies. I, I just chose based on feeling of like I held one and that's all it took. It was this beautiful pink and white snake. And she was exactly a month old, born on eight, nine. I was getting her on nine, nine. And I was holding her and she at first actually bit me. And I was like, I'm actually glad she bit me because now we're building trust. It doesn't even hurt when a baby snake bites you. It's a corn snake. It was totally fine. Like I responded to that bite with, you are safe. I love you. I've got you. You are safe. I said that to the snake and I'm saying that to myself. The snake is another fear initiation for me. And I, I felt the snake and I was holding her and I put her up to my arm and she wrapped over my snake tattoo and just laid there. And she was just still. And her head was the same size as the head of the snake on my arm on my snake tattoo. And she just laid there and I looked at her and I was like, she's the one. This is it. She's the one. I know it. And it was like this inner knowing of just like, you are my child. You are my baby. You are the portal. I am here. I am responding to the serpentessa lineage initiation. And I am here to mother you as I'm here to mother womb alchemy, as I'm here to mother myself and bring in the sacred feminine for self and collective. And I see this Serpentessa energy, it has, it has come to me two days before, actually the day before on Thursday, the day before I got my snake, I did this meditation and I was like, okay, I need to meet with my high council in my womb temple because we got to talk. I just quit my job. Like I am committed and I'm feeling fear and I'm also having a lot of hope and clarity. So I like to journey into my subconscious realm through what's called the realm of the womb. I'll go into this another time, but basically it is a map of your womb and your subconscious. And from there, you can do ceremonies and visit temples and waterfalls and caves that are all portals into yourself. So there's a womb temple. And if you look at the womb temple from an aerial view, it looks like for me, at least everyone's womb temple looks different. For me, it looks like a uterus, but it's an actual temple, like a sacred space with statues and archways and rainbow portals and all these things. And so, and one of the ovaries, the back left rooms of my womb temple is a meeting space where I meet with my council. My council is like goddess Isis, goddess Kali, um, Archangel Raphael, Archangel Michael. I work with a lot of different goddesses and dragons and energies. 
And this is where I meet with them, where I'm like, we need to debrief. I need to meet with you. I need divine guidance. So I come into this space and we all bow to one another. And it's this vast white room that's also like a portal to heaven. And I share with them everything that's unfolding, all the fear that's coming up, the leap of faith that I'm taking, my commitment, and like really asking to be held in it. And I then ask for support and guidance. And I thought Goddess Isis was going to speak to me because she's usually the one that comes through. She and I are very close. We've been working together for a long time. And instead comes this like slithering, beautiful, erotic, feminine energy that is also so grounded and embodied and clear. And she has all these snakes around her body and she's kind of like swaying and moving. And she's the one who shares the message. And I've never met this archetype this this serpentessa lineage before i just felt it as a blueprint in the activation but i never met her in my womb temple or in my dreams or in my meditations and i can see very clearly in that realm i do a lot of like visualizations and, and journeys and so connecting with her i was like wow i'm here to receive your message and she shares with me many many nuggets of wisdom and gold and she shares with me that the Serpentessa lineage is a lineage of women who have handled snakes, who have worked with the serpent energy as a portal for the divine feminine, because snakes are portals for the divine feminine. Snakes are an earthly representation and manifestation of dragons, and dragons are portal protectors for the feminine energy, okay? They were the ones who were protecting portals at ancient priestess temples. And their earthly manifestation is the snake. A snake is a feminine portal because it represents the triple womb cycle of life, death, and rebirth. And as I mentioned, the recycling of old self into the rebirth of the new. And she shares with me how I am being initiated into this lineage and that this snake that is being gifted to me on the 99 portal is a physical manifestation of the Serpentessa lineage. And she shares that I am meant to channel this snake through light language and through any message that comes, that comes through the snake into me and out to be shared with you. And I'm receiving all these messages about how me taking this leap of faith and, and leaving my workplace, uh, the workplace that I was at so that I could go all in on my business, how this is me recognizing the fear and lack of blueprint, which is the matrix that's been wrapped around my body. And this is the process of me shedding that. And that I have shed so many layers and so many blueprints of suffering and non-self and wounding that I have now gotten to this deep, 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 deep layer of the fear blueprint that is the matrix. And the only, not the only way, the way for me today in this moment to clear it is through taking this leap of faith and listening to my inner guidance coming from my heart and my womb of saying, go all in. And this guidance that came in and truly shared that like, as I liberate myself and I unplug myself of this lack blueprint that I can support others and to share this story because the story is already activating that clearing as well. We're all tuning for because so we can share these codes. I'm literally here to share these codes of liberation with you. That's what I'm doing here. That's why I'm sharing this story. And she even showed a vision of me 
like floating in the galaxies with my palm out and people coming up to me, putting their palm on my palm and receiving this blueprint and this codex around their body. And the next person would come up and the next person would come up and we're all helping each other unplug. And it just comes back to that dream that I had a year ago in November that I was unplugging people from the matrix and 303, my apartment unit number and 303 outside of the snake house. <laughs> like it's time. It's time. You don't have to suffer to make ends meet. You don't have to, we don't have to suffer. We don't have to be so afraid. We don't have to be stuck in lack. And I say that as a privileged white woman. And I understand that there are way, way different scenarios than what I'm saying. However, I am also sharing that this leap of faith of clearing the fear blueprint it's accessible to all of us and it's going to look different for all of us. And so pay attention to what you're afraid of, pay attention to where you're feeling limited and blocked and, and lean in, be with that fear, ask that fear, or rather tell that fear, I feel you, I feel you. Thank you for trying to protect me. Like close your eyes, put your hands on your body. I feel you fear, thank you for trying to protect me, but I am safe. We do not need to be afraid. I love you. I'm safe and you are safe. We are safe. Alchemize that fear. When you feel it, don't get taken over by it. Acknowledge it and be like, oh, there it is. Whoa, there it is. <laughs> but when you acknowledge that fear, rather than be taken over by it, this is when the moment of alchemy happens. You slow down enough to say, I see this energy. I feel this energy. Feel is just, fear is just a frequency. An emotion is just an energy in motion. It's the meaning we assign to it that overtakes us. So as a womb alchemist, which you are, whoever's listening, you are a womb alchemist, regardless of gender, regardless of physical status of your womb, regardless of all of it, you're a womb alchemist because you're a human. And as a human, we are all meant to create and the snake is about creation. The snake is about rebirth. And the snake came into my life as, as a sign from the serpentessa lineage, from my higher self, from the universe of, I am a divine feminine portal and it's time for the feminine to rise within me, within you, within the collective. We are all portals for this. It is about saying yes to be an embodiment for the divine feminine and the divine masculine. It is sacred union of both. And this snake, I'm going to bring her out now. And if you're listening to my podcast and not watching the video, which is totally fine, but if this is the case, then I invite you to continue listening and then maybe hop on to the show notes and get the YouTube link so you can see my beautiful snake because I have to bring her into this video. She's gorgeous. She is my baby. Call me... Khaleesi, mother of dragons. <laughs> okay, you're going to meet her. I'm going to tell you her name, the story behind her name. And yeah, here we go, baby. So in my hands, I have my baby snake. I'm putting her up to the microphone right now. And she's currently licking my microphone. <laughs> Can you hear her? <laughs> And I'm going to bring her into the video now. She is this beautiful, 
pink and white color. And her name is Iana. And Iana is a light language name that was revealed to me in a ceremony where I was embodying the Divine Mother Sophia Goddess. Divine Goddess Mother Sophia. And this was back, it, I think this was about seven years ago that I did this ceremony with myself and activation. And this name, Iana, was revealed to me and it just felt like home. And I'm Ukrainian and in Ukrainian, this name is kind of broken down into and Anna. I've never heard this name before. It's not a Ukrainian name. However, if you are to break down the name, Iana, the sounds, E is and, Anna is Anna. And I am part of the Sophia Maria Anna lineage. My name is Sophia Maria. Maria is my middle name. My grandmother's name is Maria and her grandmother's name is Anna. And Mother Mary's mother's name was Anna. She's also a saint. And Sophia is the name of the divine mother goddess. So the Sophia Maria Anna lineage is, it is the triple womb goddess lineage. It is the maiden mother and crone. It is life, death, and rebirth. And it is the sacred triad, Sophia, Maria, and Anna. Sophia, Maria, Iana. And I am Sophia Maria, and the snake is Iana. And together we are the Sophia Maria Anna lineage, Sophia Maria Iana. And I, I feel so, so grateful to be a part of this womb lineage, the Sophia Maria Anna lineage. I feel so blessed to have been given this as my birth name and now to have Iana as this sacred feminine wisdom that is in physical form and is a portal and today I got to incorporate the snake into a womb activation ceremony that I was leading with a client of mine in my womb temple home and I held the snake over her womb and channeled the snake and she speaks through me and I, I can feel the energy of the wisdom that pours through her into me when I hold her. And she is opening me up to a whole new level of energy. And it's the Serpentessa lineage moving through me to further birth womb alchemy and the divine feminine on earth. And I also have this tattoo of a of three roses on my arm and they're all in different phases of blossoming and they represent Sophia, Maria and Anna and my grandmother. So my grandmother's grandmother, Anna, she was a shaman in the mountains of Ukraine and she was, she lived in the Carpathian mountains. Um, that's where my family, my family's from Ukraine, not from the mountains, but my great great grandmother lived there in the woods and she was a shaman and I didn't find out about her until recently. And I started meeting her in dreams at witches gatherings in the woods. And I just feel so reconnected to this ancient feminine lineage that is in my blood through my great, great grandmother and her name being Anna and my grandmother being Maria. <laughs> the snake fell. She's good. Little snakes always fall. She's tiny. <sighs> Deep breath. 
And so, yes, getting to carry the sacred lineage and also seeing this as healing for my ancestral lineage because um, on my grandfather's side, so this is my grandmother, Maria, her husband, um, his mother was, she died from a snake bite in Ukraine. She was picking berries and she got bit by a snake and she ran to the village shaman. And because she ran, the snake poison went through her body and she died. So my grandfather is like so afraid of snakes. And so is my, my dad, which is his son and my aunt, which is his daughter. Like, like everyone in my family's terrified of snake and snakes and me being the psychedelic shape of my family. Of course I have a snake now and, and I understand their fear. And I understand also that it's genetic and it's in our DNA. And I feel like I am alchemizing this fear by getting this snake and raising one and seeing the snake in its light rather than shadow aspect and seeing seeing her, feeling her beauty, feeling her love. And I feel like it is truly alchemizing my DNA and clearing the snake trauma from, from my ancestral lineage and merging us with a really sacred representation of the snake. And so stay tuned for snake channelings and um, yeah, so much magic coming through with the snake. And I am so, so blessed and grateful for the snake to be in my life. It's wild to think that exactly a year ago, I got the snake tattoo on my arm. That was a whole journey within itself. And, and then a year later, the snake placed herself on my snake tattoo and they were the same size. And now she's real in real physical form. So this snake energy, I invite you to reflect on how you are moving through cycles of life, death and rebirth. How are you moving through releasing your old self? How are you moving through coming into the next level you? Whatever that might look like, how is fear holding you back? Begin to be curious about these things, not to fix anything with yourself, but rather to, to empower yourself, to realize I have a choice. I have a choice in everything. I am the master creatrix of my reality, and I'm going to intentionally choose the reality that I'm creating. It takes patience. It takes dedication. It takes consistency. It takes flow. It takes honesty. And it takes a leap of faith again and again and again. And what I'll leave you off with is you are safe to take this leap of faith. You are safe to take this leap of faith. You are safe to take this leap of faith. And so it is. Say bye, Iana. <laughs> oh, she is. There she goes. Cutie. All right, beautiful beings. Thanks for tuning in. I love you so much. Till next time. Beautiful soul, thank you so much for tuning into this episode and playing in my womb alchemy world. If you vibe with the wisdom shared in today's episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes so I can keep the juicy content coming. You can watch the video recording of my podcast episodes on YouTube at Womb Alchemy. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the magic on Instagram by following at wombalchemy.love. I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode, sending you and your womb big love.